Welcome to NextCast, a podcast about teaching and learning at Humber College. I'm Nathan Whitlock, a professor at Humber College and an editor-at-large at Humber Press. As you might have guessed, this is a very different episode of NextCast. That's because Humber College is currently closed due to the threat from the COVID-19 pandemic. Starting next week, all remaining classes for the winter 2020 semester will be completed online. This is something that's happening across Canada and North America at a lot of post-secondary institutions, and it's an understatement to say that this is not an easy task. To help Humber faculty move their courses online, the teaching and learning support team at Humber have created a learning continuity kit that contains information on all aspects of online learning. The Learning and Continuity Kit provides webinars, tips, resources, and places for faculty to share information. In this episode, I speak via Skype to two of the senior members of the Teaching and Learning support team, Heidi Marsh, the Director of Scholarship of Teaching and Learning, technically the executive producer of this podcast, and Mark Einett, the Director of Digital Learning at Humber. Welcome to NextCast, Heidi and Mark. Uh, how are you both handling the situation so far? Um, well, it's. <laughs> I guess we are entering this new era uh, the same way as everybody else, uh, learning new tools. We've. I've now personally mastered uh, Microsoft Teams, uh, and uh, so it's. It's been a lot of adjusting to new ways of doing things, um, but uh, overall, uh, I'm doing pretty well and I think the team has been really rallying around each other which has been great to see yeah I mean I think for me I mean it's um, I mean obviously we have to be concerned and 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 think about what's happening outside of our own walls but I mean um, the team is the spirit of the team and I think of Heidi and myself has been uh, fantastic I mean we're really uh, I mean we're really excited to help faculty and I think at the end of the day that's kind of the messaging that we want to get out there uh, and students um, and and it's really about uh, working together for a common goal and I think we're seeing a lot of that and we're seeing a lot of faculty start to realize that there is a ton of great opportunities um, beyond the classroom. And um, so we're having great conversations and I think that's helping everybody's spirit. I'm also wearing sweatpants every day, which is heaven. Well, I did want to ask very quickly, how are you both sort of personally hand- handling the uh, the situation? Do you have enough toilet paper? Are you uh, running out of podcasts and, and books to read? You've had time to read books. <laughs> you crazy? Um, Obviously, like Archie Archie Andrews comics. I mean, yeah, I got a stack of those actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, on my end, things are good. I mean, I've got uh, a command center here waiting to go. Heidi and I kind of joked yesterday about getting all of our team to kind of take photographs of their own personal command centers, and we'll put a collage together of the what the team looks like. Um, uh, but like I said, you got to find some levity in the situation sometimes, right? So uh, toilet paper is good. Command center is good. You know, I've, I've been pulling out stuff I haven't touched in a while. I mean, the microphone I barely use at home. So pulling out the old gear and plugging everything in has been kind of fun. Uh, well, I've I've developed a, a basement studio here in my in my house and I'm surrounded by pillows and blankets to try to deaden the sound. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll say for me, the fair, the very first day working at home, I basically did all of the what not to do's. So I was in bed. I had the news on all day. Oh my long. gosh. I didn't go outside. <laughs> it was not. And I caught but I caught myself like I really realized quickly like this 
this is not going to work. This is going to be a while like this. And, and we've got to figure out ways to make this. Um, it's not going to be the same as going into work, but uh, we still need to to think about it uh, in a way of getting a routine that's going to support effective communication and um, being able to connect with people. And also, of course, looking out for your own um, mental wellness. So yeah. I've been getting outside more now, which is, is great. And uh, yes, I also, I have a command center. My husband's also working from home. So the dining room is now our shared office. And for the most part, it's going well. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you both about this uh, learning continuity kit. And uh, I also wanted to thank you for, for uh, sort of spearheading this and putting this all together. Before I ask you what exactly is in it, I wanted to know how, what's the idea behind it and how did it all come together? Yeah, so um, I mean, it's actually there's a, a, a happy coincidence here. So back in the fall, we started working on a uh, it was called a snow day kit, um, but really it was a, a learning continuity kit, and the the goal was that we we had faculty and uh, associate dean come to us and say, listen, when when a snow day happens. Why are we totally shutting down? Isn't there an opportunity still to have some learning happening? And we said, absolutely. So we built out this kit and we actually were piloting it in uh, in January uh, with uh, about six or seven faculty uh, with great results in terms of, I mean, anecdotally, they were coming back to us saying, we love this. We're trying new things. Um, and so when this you know, hit us in, you know, late February, early March, we saw an opportunity. And I mean this not in terms of, you know, getting recognized, but an opportunity to support the college. And we grabbed that kit and we said, we've got sort of a baseline here. Now, what we had, uh, you know, with, with that kit to what we have now is worlds apart. I mean, we've had just a tremendous team um, kind of attack it and beef it up and, and and really make it more than it was. But we had a good starting point, which was nice, but it was a kind of a happy, lucky coincidence. Yeah. And I'll add on just again, full kudos to all of our team members. Yes. Um, because literally a week ago, <clears throat> so we are now Thursday. So I think maybe as of last Wednesday and maybe I'm a little bit off there, but the kit was essentially like a three day, a three page PDF document. Yeah. So the fact that it's turned into what it's turned into uh, in that timeline, like we essentially had the beta version of the website uh, oh, launched Thursday. by the end of the day on Friday. Yeah, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. It's so, the fastest website that's ever been built at Humber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So really, like, Thursday, Friday, we're just uh, really insanely busy and hectic pulling all these things together. But uh, again, we have an amazing team and we're so lucky to have them. So what exactly is in this kit? Like when someone goes there, what what's the first thing they're going to see? And, and what's the kind of things that they can they can draw on? Yeah, so the idea for the main page was to make it as simple as possible. Everybody is, you know, we're all working in this new reality and it's happened very quickly. So we wanted to make it a place where uh, faculty could just go and say, this is what I want to do. Okay, here are the resources. So you basically see, I want to, and then a, a bunch of tiles saying different things. I want to move my lectures online. I want to support group projects and presentations. I want to talk to someone for help. I want to get some virtual training. And then, so you click one of those tiles and then that will take you to a plethora of other resources. And then, of course, there's also an educational technology bank with some more specific tools and solutions, as well as additional resources and FAQs. 
it's all it's come it's almost come become a little addictive to be honest i mean the the amount of uh the number of ideas that have come in and suggestions from from the community internal and external of humber uh from the team itself um you know there we 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 probably hit a couple days where We'll, we'll have 15 people say, let's add these 20 new things. And so now there are, t- there are difficult decisions to make around, you know, how do we put good content in there that is accessible and, and something that faculty can actually quickly access and understand as opposed to loading them up with here are 400 new ideas. So we've tried to, I think, really find a difficult or um, a, a, a good balance between what is needed, what is required, and um, what can be done in this amount of time. And I think, you know, faculty have appreciated that. And, and, and we're sort of really kind of focused on getting them up and ready, but knowing that there's more to come from them and from us over the next number of weeks. Yeah. And if you know me, you know that I'm a total data nerd. And so I've been watching the analytics on the site every day. Uh, So we're well above 7,000 visits and over 4,000 unique people looking at the site. Um, And and so we're also using those analytics to uh, improve the tool. So uh, it came up that we wanted to replace one of the tiles that had originally been there with a different one. So we actually used the analytics to, to determine which of the resources wasn't being used very much. Um, and was maybe not the most helpful and the most urgent and and kick that one out. So it's it's been fun on that side of things too. And that that less urgent tile was how to create podcasts in your basement. Is that create? <laughs> no, yes. it was actually group discussions, but we were able to we didn't lose that content altogether. We just moved it into the group projects and presentations. Yeah. And that's it. It's tweaking. I mean, a lot of this has been, you know, we'll have a 40 minute conversation with a faculty member who is potentially, you know, stressed and and a bit panicky. And at the end of the 40 minutes, they are uh, much calmer and ready to go. But during that 40 minute conversation, you know, a whole bunch of ideas have popped into both of our heads. And then it's a matter of going back to the team and saying, you know, this faculty member mentioned something about A, B and C. Do we have anything on that? And then we'll look at the kit and we'll realize that it might be missing or might be tweaked or simplified. And so we've been really kind of crowdsourcing it, uh, you know, informally crowdsourcing that that kit. Uh, And then uh, Heidi had uh, and and the team had a great idea around adding a, a Padlet option to the kit so that others can just sort of say, here's what I'm doing. Let's post it there so that others can see it. So using, you know, open source material, crowdsourcing, uh, leveraging the um, the skills of our team uh, and listening to our faculty has been really, really important. And you mentioned that, uh, you know, there, there's that idea, which is important, that this is not a static document. This isn't some sort of like just PDF that people download. It's constantly being updated based on input from faculty. How long do you envision that process going? Is there a point where you feel you do need to sort of cut it off or is this going to be an ongoing process? Well, I think at least for the the near future, so this week, next week, the week beyond, we will continue to update it as we're hearing back from people. Um, A lot of these things are like, you know, these are our suggestions. These are some solutions that might work. But also what I anticipate is going to happen is that next week faculty are going to start living this reality with their students. And through that process, they're going to come up with their own amazing ideas and suggestions. And we don't want to lose those. We want to make sure that we're hearing from those solutions that we can share those with others as well and really amplify people's ideas across the Humber teaching and learning community. So I, I would expect for the next you know, couple of weeks anyway, we'll, we'll continue to keep adding and improving. 
And faculty who do want to make suggestions, let's say they, they start teaching a course online, they get into the midst of it next week, and they find some of these resources need to be updated or something needs to be added. How do they, what's the best way to get in touch with, with you? Do they just direct, email you directly or is there a central place they can they can make suggestions? Well, that's a great question. I think, you know, right now it's, it's um, you know, a lot of this is just sort of on the fly. So we are getting a lot of conversation or ha getting a lot of emails from faculty directly to Heidi, myself or a team member. And then, that, and, the, and then we're having daily meetings and some of those ideas are floating back that way. Some of it's coming from the Padlet. So when we see a great suggestion up there, we'll, we'll kind of take a look at it and then see what we can do with that and see if it's been covered already or if there's another alternative source or resource that we need to put in. Um, I don't think we formalized it just yet. I, I don't think we're, I would suggest we're not there yet, right? This is really about tempering, you know, making sure that people, um, you know, the planning stages of what remote learning and, and lesson delivery are going to look like over the next three plus weeks, potentially. Um, so, I mean, to me, that's our strategy. And I think as we move into weeks two, three, four and beyond, um, we're going to, you know, fine tune and, and focus and and we're also going to get faculty to get more and more comfortable. So we might even have sections that become a little bit more complex, right? So I remember last week and Heidi, and correct me if I'm wrong, we had conversations around what should be in the kit and, and topics like UDL would come up, uh, Universal Design for Learning. And, and we sort of said, well, wait a minute, oh, that might be the next phase, right? Right now we're about, you know, does my camera work? Can, do I know how to do a virtual converse, have a virtual conversation or discussion board? Where do the quizzes exist? How can I modify my quizzes? What can I do for alternative assessments? Um, and, and then we'll kind of get them kind of established and then move into that next phase. So there are a lot of great conversations I think that are still going to happen and continue to happen. And I suspect faculty will continue to come back to us um, to, to kind of keep revising their plans, revising their strategies. Beyond this, the, the learning continuity kit, what are some principles that faculty should keep in mind when they are, you know, when next week they're actually teaching online and they're putting out these materials? So the number one most important message that we are trying to convey to faculty is this is a time to be kind, a time to be kind to yourself and to your students. Uh, things probably aren't going to go perfectly and that's okay. This is not a time to become a master wizard of online teaching. This is a time to survive in challenging circumstances, adapt as best as you can, um, and that's going to be the case for your students too. So everybody needs to just... Uh, uh, be patient, yeah, be flexible. Yes, exactly. Be flexible um, and just take things one day at a time. I would I would suggest for the first week with your students, uh, do less instead of more. Uh, give your students time to adapt to learning online. Um, and and yeah, again, the, the goal here is not to completely redesign your course top to bottom and master all of these new tech tools, although there are lots of great ones out there. Yeah. It's a time to just do what you need to do to get your students uh, through the course. And um, and if 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 faculty at the end of this experience say, you know, that wasn't so bad, I think that's a win. One thing I'd like to add is the um, is what we're currently working on a student learning kit. So we've had some a number of inquiries from faculty and, uh, and administrators um, 
asking us about what about the student side of the house. Uh, if we can get the faculty up to where we want them to be, that's wonderful. But once the students join in, what tools are available to them? What supports are available to them? So we are hoping to launch a student learning kit by tomorrow. We, we're, st- we're tweaking it right now, and it's going to focus on uh, preparing to learn online, uh, tools, free tools that are available to our students, talking to someone for help, and Blackboard and other supports. Uh, very similar to the structure of the faculty side, but now we're going to shift gears a little bit and have a student side so that they don't feel the anxiety and the pressures of being a remote learner. Um, And sorry, I have one last thing to add as well. And this is a very pragmatic tip. But by far, what we've heard the most from faculty in terms of areas of need right now is the the use of the Blackboard Collaborate tool um, for hosting real-time discussions and lectures with your students. Our our webinars on this topic have been flooded. There have been over 100 people tuning in online. and um, Per so- session. Right, yeah. per session. So, so one thing that we're asking is if, if you are a faculty member that feels pretty comfortable with this kind of thing, offer to sit in on the class of one of your colleagues who is maybe not so comfortable. Offer to, to take part in their first class online uh, with them just to be there to kind of support them. It's nice to have a friend in the room when you're a uh, room, virtual room, uh, for your first session. So where possible, if you know of a colleague that's not maybe as strong and as familiar with Blackboard Collaborate and you feel pretty comfortable, uh, offer to to sit in and, and just be there for them. It's a small thing that you can do to make a big difference. We're, of course, going to offer our team to do that as well, but we don't have that many people compared to the number of faculty. So wherever there are faculty that can help with this, that would be a, that would be a, a huge help to the community. Well, thanks to you both for for doing this. These are uh, these are fantastic tips. Uh, this is all great information. I love the idea of a student learning kit. Um, I mean, it, it does really speak to the idea that as much you know nervousness and 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 uh, difficulty that faculty might have converting their courses into online uh, into an online course, the students are having probably more difficulty uh, adjusting to this. They didn't they didn't register for an online course. They wanted right. to meet real people and real teachers. And, and, and engage one-to-one. So the idea of being kind and being patient also, I think it, it's super important. So thank you for that. You know, I hope you both stay well and I hope you all stay well. And, and thanks again for doing this. Absolutely, our pleasure. We're all in this together. Absolutely. This episode of NextCast was produced by me in my basement for Humber Press. Special thanks to Kristen Valois and Megan Strymus. To listen to previous episodes of NextCast and to read issues of the magazine, go to HumberPress.com. You can also find free downloadable transcripts of every NextCast episode at HumberPress.com. To suggest stories for future episodes of NextCast or just let us know what you think, email HumberPress at Humber.ca. That's HumberPress, all one word, at Humber.ca. Please remember to wash your hands. Thanks, and see you next time. That is still not a pun. Seriously, wash your hands.